This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in. Roleplay Wednesday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams. Across the table from me is Jake Meyer. We're live from Mile High Sports Studios in the Tech Center, DTC, Denver, Colorado. It's, it's Greenwood Village, actually. Uh, thanks for being with us, guys. We appreciate it. We got a good podcast for you guys today. A couple of real good topics. And then the podcast sometimes takes some twists and turns that you're not sure where it's going to go. It's probably the beauty of uh, what Jake and I do. Style, sophistication, grace, elegance, such as a cheese, a little vino. Mwah. My compliments to the chef. Uh, but a couple topics, hot Broncos topics. One I'm creating and one that's... Um, I think a topic about town that's going to start to take on a different turn and maybe a different narrative. The first one is, let's see, where do I go first? You know what? The song about the Broncos, the seven and six record, the seven and six Bengals. We talked about on the show a little bit today on the radio show. If they were to win this game, bring the record to eight and six. Eight and six just feels right. One of the reasons why I'm picking the Broncos to win a close game. Not it's the numbers two and a half right now. Uh, you know, a couple spots. Yeah, I'm not even ha- picking them to cover the two and a half points. I think that's how close the game is. Um, I think that the Broncos are feel like an eight and six team. I think they're better than a seven and seven team, Jake. I can't speak on the Bengals. I don't know them well enough. But do you know what? Like the young talent that the Bengals have, the young head coach that the Bengals have. They're only further along because of their young star quarterback. Right. But also, he's prolific. He threw 350 yards and two touchdowns, no picks last week, did Burrow. And he could do things that Teddy, yeah, in a loss. He could do things that Teddy could never do physically and athletically. But Teddy's a little bit further along than Burrow is as an NFL caliber starting and winning quarterback. He's I been think. there. He's done it. You know, he's he's a, a journeyman and he's a veteran in the league. That's to the Broncos advantage in favor a little bit. Again, a Burrow goes off. No, nobody could stop him. The guys throw three or four touchdowns and they go get them 30 points like they almost average. Well, then it's going to be hard to go for the Broncos, especially to match that. I don't think they can do that. And I don't think Burrow does that. So I can't speak on their 7-7 seven and seven and what would be their 8-6. and six. I know they had some hype around them early in the season, but so did, I mean, the Raiders. So did a lot of teams that seasons have, you know, come, come apart a little bit. But that number of 8-6, and six, Jake, the 8-6 and six feels proper. If they win this game and they're 8-6, and six, I'm going to say, well, do you know what, man? It's like, they're, that's right. It feels about right. It feels about right. You kind of try to make the argument a little bit that maybe – you know, because I said, well, Jake, you know, um, I mean, are they as good as nine and five? Are they a nine? And like, is this body of work and is this talent and is this kind of like this team who and what they are? Should they and, you know, have been again winning this game against the Bengals nine and five and not just eight and six? And you kind of made a case for that a little bit. I yes. Thought. Yes. I think this outfit is a nine and five group. They should be a nine and five group. You know, granted, the the Browns were riddled with injuries and was that COVID. the one? That's the one game they should have won. Uh, out of all the games, you're playing a backup quarterback uh, and a third string running back, and a lot of other players were hurt in that game. And same thing for the Broncos; they had they had quite a bit of injuries as well. But you got to win that game. You know, it, it was a very winnable game, and I think that they. 
have lost a few games where they shot themselves in the foot. They were they're better than what their record is to me. Well, I think I think they should they could be a nine and five. For outcome. every ugly loss, a should have you know. For every should have get you know should have win you know you, you could say um there would have been a could have lost right and maybe even should have lost so like does the cowboys victory erase the browns loss no not necessarily well say they then as you know what we think of the two teams and especially at the time say they beat the browns and then lose to the cowboys does that make us feel better about Ourselves? No, if you feel worse. You feel worse. Yeah, because the Cowboys are a better team than the Browns. And, you know, if you lose to the— I think there's no shame in losing to the Browns. I think they have some of the best defensive talent in the whole league. I think they're proving themselves right now at this point, getting themselves back into the playoff discussion. They're without Baker this weekend, Coach Stefanski, because uh, of COVID. So we'll see what that means uh, for them. But now I think it opens the door for the Raiders to beat these guys and knock them out of the playoffs. So here's a picture here. Here's another thing to consider— when you're talking about are they better than their record says they are uh, or worse. You got to look at the fashion of victory and how they won those games. They dominated the first three games. Granted, they were three worst teams in the league. Um, And they handedly beat the Chargers. They dominated the Cowboys. You know, every single time they win games, the Broncos beat their opponents down and control the game and that. You have to go out there and execute the blueprint um, and that. You have to go out there and execute the blueprint. Um, and it's it's mistake-free football. It's running the ball. It's Teddy Bridgewater under, under 30 passes. Mm-hmm. There's definitely a recipe uh, for the Broncos to win games. But back to the topic at hand a little bit. Uh, eight and six feels right, Jake. I think nine and five is a little over their head. I think Maybe. nine and five, all things considered. I'm not saying they don't have nine and five, didn't have nine and five talent, because I love the young talent. I love Javante. I'm a lot, there's a lot, a lot of um, things about this Broncos team right now that I like, and I r- really like moving forward. But nine and five seems a bit of a stretch because, I mean, like, uh, you said there's no 11 no, I don't, teams. No, I think the Cardinals are 10 and the Packers are 10. And I think the Rams are 10 now. Yes. So there's three maybe or four, not. maybe five, ten win teams. Okay, what's under ten wins? Nine. There you go, Jack. You're good. <laughs> Listen, Math. I don't think the Broncos are that kind of on the cusp of being amongst the best teams in the NFL. It feels like they're more of an eight and six team. But do you know what? They're better than seven and seven, and I think they're playing better ball than that right now. And I'm just trying to figure out a way, and you know, in, in my mind, some kind of you know, formulation or calculation of why the Broncos are going to win this game and reasons they're going to win this game for other than the on the field stuff and the number stuff. And, um, geez, you know, the Broncos have won how many in a row? What was the number you said? The Broncos at home have, are, have a record of 10 and one against the 11? Cincinnati Bengals in their last 11 games. Yeah, like I, you know, kind of said that's those numbers are, those are powerful numbers. I'm not, again, like, well, did, uh, Teddy Bridgewater and Joe Burrow playing all those games? Well, of course we know they didn't. But also certain numbers like that, damn, that's like religion. That's religious kind of stuff, Jake. Those numbers are very, very powerful. And uh, I hope those big kind of, you know, 
um, starting, you know, leap in front of the starting line already for the Broncos. It's not like they're the coaches aren't going in there and pumping up and telling we've won eleven out of t- ten, eleven of these, you know, against these guys. But you know, you, you, there's certain things that maybe guys might say, like, hey, these guys haven't beat us here in this long. This is our building. Let's go out there and yeah. show these guys what's up. You know, um, there there is some kind of you know way to use that as fuel motivation, even though, again, some people are like, uh, brother, professional athletes, they don't need a rah-rah, all that kind of stuff. I well, kind of disagree. The emo- there's a whole emotional, you know, level to to me, um, you know, being a pro athlete and having, a, you know, success and, you know, turning it on and all that kind of stuff. To me, so, that's like half the battle. If, if you're I not, so, if man, you're not up do. to play and you're not hyped up and, and ready to go, you're going to get punched in the mouth. Not just up to play, but like all these guys, the teams, the athletes are very equal equal Mm -hmm. so like if i got like some kind of mental edge you know if i got a couple coach guys who were you know my uh, team head shrinker therapy guys or therapist guys who i talked to you know you know just give me something that you know i might not have thought of before or just pushing my buttons you know right um that's powerful stuff and effective stuff for me i think so uh like i said eight and six would be i'd be i'd be satisfied with that and it would really feel like a bit of a success story up to this point in the season um that will give you three games you know right right their eight and six gives you no four uh three games we'll give you three games to mm, have a chance to make the playoffs um Beating the Chargers, who you already handed, um, handled, you know, geez, it was a great game for the Broncos. It's just pure domination. A Raiders team who I promise you, Jake, I'm not sure what's going to happen against the Bengals. I can't promise you anything against the Bengals. And I can't promise you anything against the Chargers. Broncos beat the Raiders. They're yeah. pissed about that loss, and they will beat the Raiders. I promise you they'll be up for that one. And then, like we said, I don't know what that last game of the regular season uh, against the Chiefs, especially if the Chiefs are running away with with this thing, what that's going to look like. Um, You know, they're certain to not be playing all of their players or any of their starters and star players in a meaningless, um, you know, game as they're preparing, have two weeks, and a bias, the one seed to prepare for the Colts or whoever, right? right? Yeah, and that's just the thing. I mean, it all depends on how, you know, the Patriots and the Titans and the Chiefs rest of their season goes. And week 18 is still a mystery. Okay. DraftKings Sportsbook, they're a partner, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, and they're a partner of this podcast. Um, we know that uh, we we're the podcast of the everyman, Jake. Okay. Um, do we have some um, you know, rich guys who are with the very sophisticated uh, palates listen to the show? Well, of course we do. Uh, <laughs> many business owners. Do you even know who their father is? Uh, well, do I say though? You know, no, no disrespect to that guy. We love you. Thanks for being with us. But we're the everyman's podcast, and I think the everyman has a couple extra bucks to throw around. Uh, some pocket chains. The goal is to turn into one of those rich guys. Again, we love you, rich guys. We're just not a rich guy, so we kind of are mad at you a little bit about the whole thing. But how do we become a rich guy? Well, again, here's an opportunity. DraftKings Sportsbook. And, uh, geez, guys, like this, uh, if you're betting the NFL, why not do it with an official sports betting partner of the NFL, okay? Right now, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code MHS. Bet $1 on any team to score. And win $100 in free bets, okay? If they score, 
you score. Promo code MHS this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. It's just that simple, guys. Um, I'm not sure what a minimum deposit is. I think it's like 10 bucks. So you deposit 10 bucks for one, you know, safe and secure, reliable, easy, all that kind of stuff. No strings, no shady gimmicks, no stuff. You make that dollar bet. Just sit and wait. You'll get $100 in free bets in your account with those free, but you can't cash out $100. I mean, that doesn't kind of seem right, does it? But you could turn those free bets, those $100 in free bets, I mean, literally into 500 bucks, 1000 bucks, And, you know, after you, after you use your free bet and turn it into real money, shoot, Cash out a little taste. Jake, keep the rest in there. You're playing a house money. I mean, it might be $10 invested in the whole thing. No one's telling you to, you know, I'm not kidding. How dare me tell you, hey, guys, right now, deposit a 1000 and they're going to match another 1000 You got 2000 That's a lot. And that's awesome. And that's kind of sweet. But, Jake, you know, I'm a couple hundred dollar guy better putting, you know, throwing a um, $25 bets around myself. So, um you guys can win. Get these free bets. Turn this dollar into $100. This is the one I'm telling you. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code MHS. Bet $1. Any team to score win $100 in free bets. 21 or older. Present in Colorado. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. Okay. Turn the page here. Change topics just a little bit. Uh... Got to thinking about one of the certainties. There's certain uh, things that we believe to be true and that will happen. Almost uh, a guarantee at the end of the Broncos season, like Fangio will be fired and Shermer and uh, there will be a new head coach and Teddy Bridgewater will move on from Teddy Bridgewater. Um, one of those uh, along those storylines is Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon will go off to another team and his time here will be remembered uh, but, uh, you know, see you later, alligator, a little bit. So I actually want to change the narrative and the train of thought a little bit on that guy and that, you know, that narrative around his value to this team and around the league. He's been great. He was good last year for the Broncos. He was their best offensive player next to Garrett Bowles last year. And he's been everything this year. He's been really, really effective this year. He's been a good player. He's been a great teammate to Javante. They seem to go and work together pretty well. Um, I know he's making $7 million this year. And he's a free agent at the end of this year. And I'm not bringing him back at that money. But right. if Melvin Gordon wants to come back and play for the Broncos for about $4 bucks, I will bring him back on another two-year you know, for uh, $8.5 million deal, all guaranteed, cut in half. I'm giving you 4.25 this year, 0.25 the next year. Uh, to come back here, he would understand his role here being a um, part-time, you know, but not part-time in the sense of the second guy, part-time in the sense of you're going to be the star one day and Javante will be the star the next day. Um, I bring him back for one I think the Broncos are going to have a new quarterback next year, and it's going to be Russell Wilson or, <gasps> and Aaron Rodgers. I'll believe that, Jake. Okay? With that being said, I'm going to need two running backs like that in order to win a championship yeah. because it's almost a certainty, Jake. I'm going to lose one at a certain point and probably knock on wood here, you know, uh, one to like a major injury for the rest of the season. You keep one or the other, you still have a chance to win and compete yeah. for something special. That's just the nature of the game. Somebody's bound to get injured. Um, it happens to almost every single team, and especially at the running back position. So I'm with you. I think the Broncos should re-sign Melvin uh, at the right price. You know, I think he's probably going to 
five to seven million. I think that's kind of what he's going to want, especially the fact that he's having a dominant season. He's in in the last six games has seven touchdowns. Well, listen, that's, that's that's dynamic. That's the rub, though. You know, his agent's going to say, "Well, I need. Why would I take less money when I'm at my my value's even higher than when I came here? A little bit kind of coming off to da- damaged goods." Um, he might have a team out there. I said, you know, from the I, I can think of a lot of teams, Jake, and that includes a, the number one team in the NFL that you would think wouldn't need a running back, um, the Titans. I go get me Melvin Gordon to start this season until Derrick Henry comes back, and then use uh, Melvin as like the compliment to Derrick or um, an assurance policy to uh, him going down again or not being the same again. Because again, the Titans have done all this: the Julio Jones stuff. The Tannehill stuff, the AJ Brown, all the you know the, the contracts for guys w- with the goal and the theory of winning a Super Bowl—they're all in to win a Super Bowl. So you know why wouldn't you be all in on a guy like that? Who you know would be a difference maker, um, even as a part-time player for you. And that's just the Titans. I mean, I can think of ten other teams I can make a case for for Melvin Gordon. But again, that's the market's fickle, tricky. Um, I'm not sure how his season will end. Say he gets a little injury himself down the stretch of the season. A lot of things could change the value of what his you know the his next contract will be it's vulnerable there as a you know um upcoming um free agent so i'm just if i'm the broncos would i wouldn't pay him seven million bucks again and i wouldn't pay him six million bucks and i wouldn't eh, probably pay him five million bucks but i think he'd consider about four to the five range mm-hmm. if he knows he's playing with russell wilson or aaron Rodgers. yeah that's that's definitely the caveat about all this that's that's kind of my thought on on melvin gordon a little bit he's been a a great player not just a good player i I like his self-awareness he's like knows he's not beloved here he's said it a bunch of times yeah and he knows that you know he they love philip rivers here i'm sorry philip Lindsay here Mm -hmm. uh we hated philip rivers actually respect respect for philip rivers (laughs) but um you know we've loved philip Lindsay here and you know he was he's he was a charger not really you know what our guy um and not really like a true bronco he takes some of the heat some of that kind of stuff but i i, I don't think that's it's not fair I, I, but it's not fair and i think it's changed i think he's changed that with great play 100%. good attitude um the dui stuff kind of ugly that got thrown out exactly that got thrown out so Clean slate. again if he i'm not sure well you know either has great lawyers who got us got him out of that stuff or maybe he wasn't all totally wasted i don't know the circumstances maybe he really did just have a drink or two i'm not really sure it's enough for me to say all i know is the facts and no one's perfect and i'm not sticking up for a guy like, um uh, unacceptable all that kind of stuff true true i'm just saying what are have been some of the cons on uh melvin gordon i can't think of any other than that Outside of that, the fumbles. So, I think that's the, yeah, that's the one um, thing. But do you it, know what, it um, hasn't even been that bad. A physical running back who totes the rock and does it at a, with a physical style and brand, he's not like turning corners on, um, you know, little swing passes and diving for a quarter in the end zone. He's, the guy's, you know, taking pounding and going up into the you know, middle of the line of scrimmage. And You're bound to have um, a few fumbles. Well, I mean, not make excuses. Yeah, he has a couple more fumbles than you want. But that's, again, no one's perfect. You know, it's, it's a, it comes with the package. So uh, that's it. Anything else, you know, from news and notes? Anything really, I think, you know, tomorrow will be a good show, a big show for us. But... Um, I think that's kind of it. I'm feeling pretty good about it. I liked our discussion uh, today, both sides. 
of the podcast. Where could you find the podcast and the radio show, all that kind of stuff? Radio show, you could tune in on 98.1 FM if you're in town. Uh, MileHighSports.com is the easiest way to listen. And you can watch the live stream of us in the studio there as well um, for the ladies. And also, uh, you could listen to podcasted versions of our previous works uh, on Spreaker uh, and on the podcast, you could you could find us anywhere: Spotify, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts. Anywhere you find podcasts, we are there. And you know, don't forget about the My Life Sports app. Um, and you know, My Life Sports, you know, they don't they don't just do radio and online. They got a magazine as well. They got Jokic on the cover. It's yeah, looking, it's looking fresh. Just dropped today. All right. Uh, good job, Jake. We appreciate it. Uh, you guys are awesome. If you're listening all the way through to the end of this podcast, and if you say you're a regular to this thing, you're awesome. We appreciate you guys. Let us know you're out there. Um, again, if you listen to the pod and not the show, you'll love the show if you love the pod. The show's a banger. Um, we'll be back tomorrow. Um, we're going to gear up. Tomorrow's like it gets kind of serious. We'll put our um, hard hats on and our big boy underwears, and we're going to come and do this uh, radio show and do this podcast and figure out here, try to get to the nitty gritty. Uh, you know, we'll talk about the ways the Broncos win this game, we'll talk about the ways the Broncos lose this game, and we'll run those simulations 10,000 times real quick. We'll tell you what happened tomorrow. Uh, for Jake Meyer, I am Danny Williams. We appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night.